And we are live. Thank you, everybody, for showing up today. I see a lot of good people in the chat. Thank you for being here. Uh, Boba Fett Gaming, always. I always see you in here. Uh, it's good to see uh, Patrick. Uh, we've got some new faces here. Um, I think it's uh, who we got. Paul AFC. What's up? How how you doing? Toto Dope, how you doing? Um, good to have you guys here. It's Timmy's here as well. Thank you. Um, today we're going to have a great show because I have a great guest, honestly. Uh, this is somebody that I have a lot of history with. It's someone you guys may not know I have a lot of history with, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, first of all, I want to welcome you, K-Mega, 405. Oh, K-Mega yeah. no is here. Um, thank you for being here. But I got to say a few all words right. because um, when I started in this community many, many moons ago, okay, I've known K-Mega almost six years now. Probably yeah, about six years. Um, mm -hmm. K-Mega, uh, through a mutual friend, was the first guy to give me my first shot on a podcast, a gaming podcast, within this community. Now, I was podcasting before, mixed martial arts and stuff, but uh, coming into this community, brand new, didn't know many people at all. Uh, K-Mega, I, I want to thank you for getting me involved in this community because really yeah. you put more limelight on me uh, right away than I have had ever gotten before that. So I appreciate you for that. Yeah, no problem, brother. I mean, listen, I mean, the, the talent, the ability, anybody that's been on GRG, the past, present, um, you know, I when I ask people, uh, it's it's because they're talented. They just have skills and and um, you know, it's not just me that that makes GRG or mm -hmm. uh or anything like that or any podcast out there. I mean, it, it's the oh, personalities yeah. that's there. And and I mean, you know, you the Delilah HD Delilah, infamous, yes, yes, infamous. Runaway Dragons, you know what I'm saying? I mean, and, and then of course we got Ham Solo now and and D and uh, well, uh, Kirby Titan, she called herself uh, on uh, Xbox and, and uh, PlayStation. Yeah, D, but, yes, yeah, she was great. Yeah, when yeah. I guessed it on the show, yeah, she's a great personality to have as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? Sir X Man is on there now. And then Yobi, he comes on and, and just, uh, like I said, there's Mitchie and all that. Like, I, I just appreciate there's Livewire that's on there. He's a personality. And there was Triple Cup Chuck and all that. So, um, I, I appreciated everybody that's been on there mm -hmm. and and um and and listen like I said if it wasn't for them being as talented as they were GRG wouldn't still be lasting and so you know and you included man that's so true. you know I was and, I, and I'm happy for everybody's success you know for everybody oh yeah it's great out, to see you know, you know grown man, women gaming spread their wings I you know yes honestly yes. one day uh, I've had Delilah on but I've, I I would love mm -hmm. to have the whole grown women uh, gaming cast on all at once that yeah. would be fun. Um, because yeah. I really appreciate what they do as well. Um, I don't mm -hmm. get a, always get a chance to watch it live, but I do listen after, and I really do appre appreciate those women. They do a great job. Real gamers mm -hmm. there. I, I love that about them. Uh, they sit there, and they just talk games, man, and uh, that's that's what's amazing about those uh, people there. Anyways, but you, I had to give you your flowers, man, because honestly, appreciate it, bro. you were the appreciate first it, dude that appreciate gave it. me a shot, man. And if it wasn't for all day telling me that, I appreciate all day for, uh, you know, bringing me on the pro podcast. But I yeah. remember after that so. first episode, after the show, you're like, hey, can you make it next week? 
And I was like, really? He wants me on again? I felt so good, bro. You don't even know. It made me feel oh, really bro. good yeah. to get off hey, man, again. Delilah, so. and the, Delilah and Infamous was going crazy over your voice. So yeah, I was like, yeah. man, let's I, go oh, ahead I and bring the door out here, man. I appreciate yeah, no, it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't you, put that on them. That was all you. That was all you. <laughs> Take credit for that. <laughs> it man, was. It was. Credit. No, you nah. was. No, no, man. Just the talent, man. It's just amazing, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The hypes, man. It was great, man. You guys was fantastic. But it's definitely good to have you on the show. Before I get uh, too far ahead, I want to get um, get these super chats. Danny Passion Official, thank you very much, brother. This guy's here every week. Uh, I want to be a millionaire. Uh, hit that like button. Oh, oh, no, we all. Okay, so the the millionaire thing. Okay, so I did a little skit with mm -hmm. Gaz on his sauce video today. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, something really silly, but uh, he asked me to do it. So it was. Uh, mm -hmm. it, um, uh, that millionaire show that used to be out, that game show back in the day. Anyways, it was a play oh, yeah. on that. It was a parody of that. Thank you mm -hmm. very much. I appreciate that. I'm glad you uh, liked that. Um, that was fun. Um, but yeah, so it's good to have you on because, okay, Mega, um, if, my, if my audience doesn't know you, I'm sure they do. Many people uh, that are in the audience right now know you. Delilah HD's in the chat. Good to see you. Miss K, good to see you too. Miss um, K, that's, Ms. K that's, that's, awesome. that's the goat. That's She's the awesome, goat, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked her videos, even her her gun videos and stuff. I, you know, YouTube will probably demonetize me for saying that word, but I don't care. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm all good with that. Miss K's yeah. awesome. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so I wanted to get you on here. Um, but also I wanted you to tell everybody, uh, give everybody kind of a brief history of your your gaming history, <laughs> so to speak. I mean, where did it all start for Baby K Mega? That's what I want. Oh to man, it started when I was three years old in See? a laundromat. Uh, you know, it was in diapers. And, and, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, my, my mom was. Uh, she was tired of me running around being a knucklehead. Uh, so at three years old, so it, it was just we go to the laundromat every week, and I, and she just was like, "Okay, here, just here's some quarters. Go play this." this this thing that's looked like a table and so i go to it and it's pac-man and mm. uh i get in i get invested into it i enjoy it i game. like it it keeps me from running around that was my first my first arcade game because i was playing trying to play pinball but it was too tall at the time and so uh you know but the table the table arcade was right there i could sit up on the bench and and just start trying to play it and then of course they added galaga to it and then that just changed everything my oh. whole gaming life was just changed uh, and, and so every time that I would come to the laundromat, they would know. And so even the people that were the owners of the laundromat, they would just give me free quarters because they wouldn't see my little ass running around. <laughs> so, and so it just acted up. So they, so it just that turned from the there. And then they, yeah. And then they eventually moved a, the, uh, when I, and, and this was years, uh, there going, keep going to the uh, laundromat. They added joust um the, oh, the, 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 the tall yeah the tall uh arcade they took so away the pinball machine and that i i never that was one of the my favorite games and it still is to all time man i i, I hit a record uh when i was older uh at that arcade well on that arcade system and and uh i it held up until the the laundromat closed down so uh i felt very proud about that but yeah that was the that was the very start that was the catalyst just moved huh? on. Yeah, and then uh, just kind of moved on to uh, art, uh, uh, to uh, Atari. Uh, because well, they knew before that I was we get in the into the Atari, yeah. though, I okay, want okay, I, I want to talk about the arcades for a bit. Now, you were talking okay. about <clears throat> going to the laundromats, but mm -hmm. uh, did you go to arcades as you were growing up? 
Uh, not when I was younger. I went to the arcades once I got older, kind of yeah. became a preteen and could get out. And yeah, we used to go to uh, to well, lawns at the mall and stuff like one that. One thing I loved about the arcades, and I still do, if I see one, I'll go in one, check it out, play a couple of games, mm -hmm. is the the sights and sound of the arcade. It's just that, yes. that nostalgic feeling you get even now when you walk into an arcade, it's like stepping back in time. And, and yeah. I, I love that, especially when you see that some of them will have retro arcade machines in the back or something. And those, it's just, yeah. I don't know, something about the pinball machines and everything, the sounds of that going off as people are playing something over here. Uh, they could be playing Galaga, somebody's playing a pinball machine, maybe Twilight Zone or whatever it is. I love the, the, the sounds of, of the arcade. It's just, it's so awesome to me. Yeah, no, I, for sure. No, I, I enjoyed the arcade as well. Um, there, there was a place called uh, um, Jamaica Joe's I used to go to and uh, frequent quite a bit when I got older. Of course, the arcades at the mall. Um, and, and then they were, they, were, they were announcing that, and it never happened, but they were going to bring a second world to Oklahoma. And I was ecstatic. Uh, but it never happened. But yeah, you know, and that, that but that was in the the time and the phase when arcades were kind of going down and and not and not uh as popular as they used to be. Yeah. So of course you you got into the Atari twenty six hundred, I assume. Mm -hmm. same, same yes. Thing I did. That was my first console as well. So what what yep. did you play on that first? What was like, or at least you can remember? Dodging. Dodging was the first game that really? I played. It was like a, it was like a. Uh, uh, Kind of like a, a it was like Pac-Man, but it was with car. And, I don't and, and so that one. yeah, yeah, people can look it up. It was called Dodging. That was my first mm. my first game that I got. And um then of course there was Pitfall. Um and uh and, and then kind of like from that, it was just those were the two games that I had mm -hmm. for the longest time. And then um oh, yeah, because when we were kids growing up. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I'm sure you were. Your parents were kind of the same. Whereas, like, you'd get one game, and you might have that game for six months. Right, I mean, right. Literally, yeah, we couldn't yeah. afford much, and, and and you know, our parents would be like, "Look, th this is what you got. Play it to to death." Mm -hmm. You know, and, and right. we did. Right, and then they bought ET, and oh man, and <laughs> that put you off gaming for good, didn't it? Well, no, well, it, I, I never, I I never knew what to do with that game, so I I just. Like, okay, and so I'm, I'm just going to go outside and play. And so that kind of got me off of just because I played Dodge until, you know, like you was just saying, like, we, you know, our parents didn't buy uh, games like that. So it was just more of a thing where I was like, okay, well, let me just go outside and play because I don't know how to play this E.T. game. And that was it. Um, so, you know, and I played a little bit. You kept falling in the hole, didn't you? You kept falling in that yeah. hole. Yep. That E.T. Yeah, game yeah, was yeah. terrible. The only thing I can remember knowing how to do was lifting up his neck. <laughs> That's that, and, and then just walking in, and just falling, yeah, through, yeah. Like falling through the hole. That was it. That yeah. was it. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Terrible, terrible game. And, and if you guys haven't seen the documentary, it was on Netflix for a time. It was uh, about ET. It was. it was about the game that kind of destroyed gaming. You know, like it, mm -hmm. the g gaming fell apart, and it just ET e was one of those games that started that whole thing. It was like the catalyst that made games just go to the wayside and nintendo came yeah. back and and kind of brought gaming back into homes again um that's mm -hmm. when uh, for a time there arcades got a little more popular again after the right. atari and stuff but yeah the nintendo put it right back and i assume you got a nintendo as well eventually yeah that that was the uh you know because like at that point in time like i was playing atari and then i i remember that 
that are Christmas. I got these, and I don't know if you uh, if you remember. You you should because you're 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 very nostalgic. Yeah, like I'm very am. old. Yeah, just say it. Yeah, yeah. About, we're we're around the same <laughs> we're, age. Yeah, so, yeah, we're we're very old. Yeah, we're in our yes, uh, we're, for, late forties. We're seasoned. Yeah, yeah, we're we're seasoned. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, the the little mini arcades. I, do you remember there was oh yeah the little yes oh yeah. i wanted one so bad my mom would not got, get me one i got oh, two of them man. one was donkey kong another one was a racer i hated the racing game i didn't understand i didn't like it but i played the hell out of the donkey kong game and so oh. uh, i had those so i that so that kept me off of the off of the atari and then like you know the point you were talking about the nes i remember going to a walmart superstore this tells you how far that was long ago mm -hmm. that was when it was called superstore and i remember seeing this game that reminded me of joust and it was balloon fight oh and I was yes like, what is what is this yes. and so i i you know and, and there was a bunch of kids we were just all there and i'm and, I, and so I wait for my turn to play and I play and I fell in love instantly. And then the thing was switched. You could play Ice Climber and then there was Kid Icarus. And I I, I was in love. And so I, I remember mm -hmm. I kept asking my grandmother, like, I want to get that. I want to get that. And of course, they're just looking at me like I'm crazy. Like they looked at the price. They're like, are you crazy? And eventually that Christmas, I, I got one and nice. I, I, I lost my mind from it. Yeah. And then that just got the the console game juices flowing again and even more so because these games were more playable than what it was on the Atari 2600 so. oh of course i mean yeah talk about a big step up in graphics and oh, everything gosh, when everything. you're going from that Atari 2600 you where you mm -hmm. were a little a literal square in some games adventure being one of those and then mm -hmm. you see the graphics you know on the Nintendo and you're like oh my god i can actually make these characters out and uh, it, it was just such a different time. And after the Nintendo, did you go into the Super Nintendo? And no, I, no. I after that, no, 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 no. Wow. I, I was I, that's when I got heavy into the arcades. I was mostly oh, in okay. the arcades, and then uh, I, I got introduced to the Sega Genesis. I, I did never play the uh, Master System at that time. Yeah. Uh, I knew about it. I played it later on when I later on in the years when I became an adult, but never, never at that time really? when it first came out. And I jumped straight to the Genesis, and and it was only because there was a game that reminded me of Ninja Gaiden, which was Shinobi. And so then I was like, okay, this isn't Ninja Gaiden, but this plays amazing. What is this? And so I went ahead and. Earned and at this point, I was a, a preteen. I was, was a mowing lawns, yeah, mowing lawns and cutting, you know, cutting people's grass and stuff, and 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 earn a little bit of money uh, during the summer and stuff like that, so I could go ahead and I could get my own. Uh, but yeah, no, and then I just got a Sega Genesis and was just going from there, and it just uh, that's when the, the start of me becoming a huge Sega fan started, and I didn't even really care about the Super Nintendo at that point because I enjoyed everything that Sega was offering until um, there were people that were real big Super Nintendo fans. And of course, at that time, that's within the, you know, the real true rivalry was what happened between Sega and Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And and there was Friends House. I would go over there and we would play Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. And and the graphics were better on the Nintendo and stuff like that. And then, you know, I, so what I wanted to do was get myself a Nintendo so I can be so I so I can learn how to play on the Nintendo better because the controls were different compared to the uh compared to the the, the original NES mm -hmm. so and so that's kind of that's when I eventually did give me a, a Super Nintendo but yeah no it was it was Sega all the way at that point in time so yeah yeah did you eventually get the Dreamcast as well oh yeah I got the yeah. Dreamcast yeah. um 
I did skip the Saturn. Um, I did Saturn have Saturn was so good, and a lot of people skipped it. I remember that a lot yeah, of people skipped it, it, it but I got yeah, I skipped it. it. And and funny mm-hmm. enough, I had gotten it from a pawn shop. Oh and, really? And okay. Somebody pawned it off like it's maybe nice. six months after it came out. Like oh, it was that wild. soon. Like I saw it in a pawn shop window, and I said, "I want that." So I went in there and mm-hmm. bought it. I remember, you know, spending my own money on that. Uh, but yeah, Saturn was a great console. So. After the Dreamcast, the Dreamcast for me is my favorite console ever. I mean, I, mm. I love that console. Uh, there were so love many great games, but also the console itself was just so ahead of its time. It had so much going for it. And Microsoft was a big part of that, guys. Um, you it, know, was. Put the, it was. The Ethernet in the back of that console so you can have, you know, play your games online and everything. It, it was just so ahead of its time. And uh, it was. What, was, what was your favorite console, by the way? PlayStation One, PlayStation um, One, PlayStation One, an Xbox yeah. guy. You see that, guys? You, you, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's, that's uh, awesome. The, the the PS One is the goat. The goat. Um, yeah, it was a good one. And 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 then you know, and right there is the 360 to me. But then the Dreamcast is right right there. They're all three kind of combined. But the the PlayStation One was just the next thing for me. And like you said, like if if there was a way that I could have got the Saturn. I probably would. I would have definitely wouldn't have been a probably. I would have got to Saturn because I wanted to Saturn. But the one thing, you know, at that time, we're we're still like maybe seniors in high school or junior seniors in high school or or or. Yeah, for me, at that point in time, I'm working a job. I got a kid. Mm -hmm. So economics just wasn't right. And then I seen this thing called PlayStation and it was one hundred dollars cheaper. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a shot. And, And but I was but I was still reluctant. But there was a friend of mine. Um, uh, named Freddie B. Uh, he, he passed away a couple of years ago. Um, mm. that's his soul. Sorry, to hear um, that. but he introduced me to um, 989 games, which was there's a football game called uh, Game Day. Oh, I played and it then, all the freaking time, bro. Game <laughs> and, Day, and I loved it, yeah, because I mean, yeah, I was huge in sports games, and so I was like, man, this is amazing. And of course, the graphics then, if people look at the graphics, if these younger generations look at the graphics, oh, on, it on was amazing for its time. It Don't was, even go it there, it was it awesome, bro. Yeah. Graphic, I'm like, look at these graphics, yep. and then he introduced me to the game of all games for me, and still my favorite franchise. I know what's coming of all time, you know it, Tekken, yeah, and I could not. I could, I said, what is this? <laughs> what is this? Because Virtual Fighter was at the arcades, but Tekken was not at the arcade. And so when I got a chance to play Tekken and we were, I, that was it. I didn't even, I was like, I'm getting this PlayStation. Yep. And then everything, it was all, it was all she wrote after that, man. I didn't even try to get a Saturn because I was all just enthralled behind this PlayStation, man. It just, it blew my mind for just no, I hear how, you. how many games that that, that console had time oh i hear you man and yeah you you bring up a lot of good memories because those fighting Mm. games i played a lot of them as a teen a lot uh because Mm. we had so many in the arcades man everything from tekken street fighter 2 uh championship edition was the one i played all the time i mean that one Mm. i spent so many quarters into that machine um daily we would we'd be walking home from school and there was this mini mart and they had one in there and I remember the guy didn't like no more than like four students in, in at the store at the time. So every mm-hmm. time like there'd be a, a line of kids coming up, he'd tell us to go out because we'd be playing the game so much. And <laughs> we'd yeah. have to, we, we're not done yet. I'm not, my, I, I'm, I'm still playing. I'm still playing. I, I had to wait till I died or something or, you know, and then walk out. Uh, yeah, it was, it was just, uh, it was an addiction, bro. It was an addiction. addiction. 
addiction. But, I was all over the fighters, uh, of course, you know, and, and playing games like Pitfall, if people remember that old, that yeah, old classic. Yeah. That was an arena fighter, stuff like that. And, you know, it just, I mean, that, the PlayStation was the, oh. the, was the console that got me back into consoles heavy. And 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 I kind of wasn't doing the uh, the the arcade thing as as strong yeah. as I was at the time. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Well, yeah. um, I have a little thing I do here, and uh, I want to play a game with you here today. And of course, mm -hmm. it's a little trivia game. I'll ask you four trivia questions and okay. one subjective questions, and I like to call it five questions. All right. So this is five questions. All right. You're on the show, Mega. It's like going back. We're time traveling back to the 80s, to an 80s Woo! game show. And we're here. And uh, we're, we're, again, four questions uh, and one uh, question that is subjective. Um, here's the first question. Oh, I got to play my, uh, my music here because we, uh, we need the intense music playing in the background. My game show music. Right. In this go. game, players compete in a futuristic version of soccer only using cars. What is that game? Only using cars? Futuristic version of soccer only using cars. It's a game. And this was this was in the 80s. No, this is out now. Oh, uh Ro Rocket League. Correct, sir. Okay, okay. Now, these okay. questions are all over the place. So, the, some of them could okay. be from older games, newer games, current games. It doesn't matter. Like, okay. The John Madden football series has long been a favorite of football video game enthusiasts. Can you tell me who is on the cover of the, this year's John Madden, the, the latest entry coming up? Oh, it's John Madden. Correct, sir. This is too easy for K Mega. Look at him. Oh, my goodness. He's like, I, I can't believe it. I already got two of the four. I'm going to ace this. All right. What was the name of the... Okay, so this is kind of tricky. What okay. was the name of the original Master System before it was remodeled and rebranded for U.S. sales? This is a hard one. Because I didn't oh, know this. Oh, man. I, I believe somebody told me this, but I forgot because uh, I'm, I'm old. Um, Take a I, stab at it. Yeah, I'm going to just say the. I'm just going to say what I said earlier. The master system, the Sega master system. I don't. I don't get that. Unfortunately, no. It was called the Sega Mark III before it was rebranded for that, U.S. sales. I'd never heard right. of that until recently. Yeah, somebody told me that. that yeah, that, the that Sega Mark the, III. Uh, UK. Yeah. All right. Here's your fourth question. Okay. Who voiced Eddie Riggs, the protagonist in the game Brutal Legend? Oh, um, oh man, uh, the last name is Black. Um, I, I, I don't know his actual, uh, what, what, he's the, the, oh my goodness. What is his name? Um, something Black, right? I, I, can't, I don't know that's, his first name. That's true. Yeah. Uh, it know, rhymes with Black. Uh, I'll give you that. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but okay. So he was in a uh, the the school of rock. Yeah, his, uh, his first movie. name rhymes with black. You, you uh, know who, exactly who it is. Yeah, I know exactly who it is. I just don't. You know, I'm not good with. It's Jack, Jack Black. Black. I'll give that to you. Jack Black. You okay, know who, okay, exactly yeah, who yeah. the guy is. You named uh, one yeah, of his yeah, films. 
Yeah. And you named his last name. I'll give that to you. Yes, Jack okay. Black. Okay. All right. So here's your fifth and final question. This is subjective. Favorite gaming experience of all time? Um, taking my son to play Halo. Uh, when we when we did LAN parties, uh, and I kept him away from school that next day. I love night. that. I mean, the next day. That was. I a love that time. answer. Land LAN yeah. parties were everything, bro. Yeah, back in yeah. the OG Xbox days. He was eight years old at the time, and he he was like, "Am I going to have to go to school?" I'm like, "No, son. We'll just I'll just call in. They'll just go ahead and just enjoy this LAN party." He was his great first dad. Time. Great dad. I love that man. And how old is your son now? <laughs> He is 28. Listen to that, folks. 28. <laughs> wow. Wow. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was great times. Yeah, I yeah. will accept that answer, even though it's subjective. I have the power to say if I don't like it or not. But yes, I definitely accept that answer. You got four out of the five questions right. So good for you, man. You did very well. Pretty good. Pretty very good. Well. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So anyways, uh, I don't know why my... My, my stream deck just stopped working. I don't know why. <laughs> We're doing it live. I don't know why it stopped working, folks, but we'll do it this way. Fine. Yes, you don't want to work for me, stream deck? I see how you want to be. Um, okay, so now we're going to get into the first topic. Basically, this is about Spider-Man Remastered. It's hit the PC mega uh, mm -hmm. to critical acclaim. Uh, you can now play the game at its highest fidelity um, just its highest specs provided your PC is able to do so thanks to Insomniac Games and, of course, the port masters over there at Nixus. Uh, Mega, I know you're primarily an Xbox guy, but mm -hmm. you have played this on your PC. I saw you on Twitter playing a bit of it. Um, yeah. What's your thoughts on what a lot of people are calling one of the best uh, ports ever? Uh, yeah, no, I would, I would have to agree so far for what I've played. Um, I've only put in about maybe three hours in. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's a fantastic port. I mean, it's really smart for Sony to put their games on PC. I've, I've said that back in 2016, 2017, once when Xbox did it, I said Sony was going to do it and, and it would be smart if they did. And now it looks like that it's, uh, it's paying off because God of War is, is really taking off. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man, it plays fantastic. I will say though, for so far that even though I really think that this is a really fantastic port, I still think that God of War is better. But I really? still need more time with Spider-Man to uh, to say it because I mean, God of War just popped like right off the bat. Like I was just like, oh my god, it it was it was really fantastic to, to play that game on uh, on PC. And then another game that a lot of people may not uh, think about is Death Stranding, how well that plays as well on PC. But yeah, Spider-Man, you know, big, big shout out to Insomniac for making a, making a good quality title. I bought it on PlayStation 4 day one, but uh, at that time when I was, when I started playing, it, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, and probably because of all the other games that I was playing at that particular time, or because I was busy with work, stuff like that. But uh, now going through it and playing it again. And I think Playing Miles Morales helped out a lot because I beat that just a just a few months ago, and I really was enjoying that. So I'm like, I'm gonna give Spider Man a chance. And then mm -hmm. they announced that it was coming to PC. I was like, okay, all right, let me go ahead and get it on PC. And sure enough, I'm I'm pleased with the uh, with the purchase for sure. Yeah, I really liked uh, Miles Morales better than Spider Man 2018. I really, I know a lot of people don't agree with that, but mm -hmm. I personally, okay, I don't care for Miles Morales's voice in the game. 
I, no, I like it, the high pitched voice. It's, it's kind very of corny. very corny. Very yeah. corny is the right word for it. Yeah. Uh, but I loved his move sets. I love the mechanics mm. in that game. I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I just I just like the different move sets that he had opposed to what Spider Man had in the 2018 game. So, uh, yeah, for me, I, it was just a more pleasurable experience, and I, I I just I liked the game overall better because of that. Um, but you know, we we see all the time people talking about acquisitions and stuff, and you know, we know that you know here they got Nixus. Um, a couple of years back and everybody was kind of, you know, wondering what was Nixus going to do for them? They're, P- you know, they basically port things to the PC, port games to the PC. And we kind of knew what they were going to do on our side. At least uh, people talking on the Xbox side were saying, oh, they're going to port games. I know a lot of people were using that as fuel for console as well, but it was kind of obvious, right? Um, right. But looking at it now, do you think that this puts Nixus on the map as being one of the better acquisitions for PlayStation now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, regardless of what the, the fan the fan boys or, or, or ladies say, uh, in regards of not liking these games being put on PC, I mean it is it was very smart for Sony to make this decision, like I said earlier, and for them to pick up Nixus and really I didn't know too much that much about Nixus either. And so to see yeah. the work that they're doing, people know that they can have quality games coming and being ported over on PC when PlayStation decides to start releasing these other uh, IPs over there to play onto the PC. It's going to be great. I think it's I think it's, it was a really smart move by them. Very smart move. Um, just as the Bungie deal is very smart as well, because they're going to take their expertise. Oh yeah. What they do and put it into other types of games that they create. Put it in multiplayer. Platform. Something that exactly. PlayStation definitely needs. Exactly. Strongly. And, and yeah. that's something that again, a lot of Xbox guys have been saying for many years now and a lot of, you know, Sony guys were like pushing back saying, no, we don't need all that. We've got the, you know, these great games that they already push out. And it's like, well, you need a bit of everything. That's what you really right. need. I mean, right. especially with the way the market is going, you could see the mm-hmm. market transitioning to, let's just be honest. It's a digital world now and people yes. love gamers, consumers, whatever you want to call them. They really do like these uh, services. They like what game pass has to offer. And, and that is something that Xbox and I, and I know a lot of people push back when they hear this, but they are leading the industry that way. This is what's happening. And uh, I'm sure you wouldn't disagree with that at all. No, no. I I mean, matter of fact, I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to double down on that because I mean, it's, it's, it's apparent, like they have set a trend on social gaming. Mm -hmm. Um, They once, once Xbox live was introduced, uh, it, it may have took a while for it to kick in, but once the 360 was there, it just introduced a whole different vibe. Um, and as me as being a person, as you heard me say, my favorite console of all time yeah. is the PlayStation One. I mean, I'm still, uh, you know, was playing was die was diehard PlayStation until about the PlayStation Three era, and then I realized that I enjoyed social gaming, and even though I was one of the later uh, adopters into online gaming, because um, I, I was kind of still in that. PlayStation mold of, you know, just kind of playing games or couch co-op, stuff like that. But there's just a whole different experience to that. And even though like Xbox needs what Sony has in a sense of single player experiences, PlayStation needs what Xbox has in those multiplayers. And yes. that is the future. That's just the future Thanks. of it. I mean, that that more, more and more gamers, they do single player games are important, but multiplayer games are the lifeblood of the industry, in my opinion. 
A hundred percent, man. Uh, you know, yeah. they, they look, you need variety is the spice of life, you know, right. That's it. And, and, and for a service to really do well, um, their premium service needs more of those to bolster their service. They also yes. need to go day and date with all their games. <laughs> I agree hundred percent. That's, that's 100%. yeah. Yeah. And you agree too. And, mm -hmm. and it's not a fanboy thing or anything. It's, it's a consumer thing. It's what I want. I personally look at it, uh, from only my perspective, I see game pass. I see value in the fact that they're putting all their games in their day and date. That's what I like to see. That's why I'm subscribed. As soon as PlayStation does that with their premium service, hey, I'm there. Day one. Me too. You know, as soon as they put those in there, I'm there. Um, because this is what I want. And I'm not the only one. There's millions of others that like it as well. I mean, it's it's speaking for itself. There's a reason why uh, Xbox keeps pumping money into their service because it's doing well. Anybody that says, oh, they're, they're not doing well over there or it's not making money is, is just fooling themselves at this point. Um, because yeah, Xbox made a, yeah, Xbox hit better numbers than they've ever had, I think, in their history. Yeah, and so, it's partly uh, due yeah. to the services were up. Right. The services were right. up. So, right. Like, yeah, sales were, that sales, sales were down on certain, yeah, sales were down, but then other, other, you know, but like you said, the services were up. That's, that is the indication right there. It's something that I also said uh, years ago is that when these, this new generation comes, it's going to be about features and services mm -hmm. that's going to dictate the market. And um, of course, you know, I'm not the biggest channel out there, so it doesn't resonate like what somebody else would say it, but it's yeah. still the facts. The facts are there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, yeah. PlayStation wouldn't have made this move of having PlayStation Plus if this wasn't, if, if this wasn't something that, they looked at and thought at and looked to say, man, yeah, I mean, we're looking at our competition and they're they're just rolling it over. Eventually, they're going to have to put their games on there uh, soon uh, or day and day yeah. in order for them to try to compete with Game Pass. If not, then Game Pass is just going to just yeah. going to roll everything over. So, I mean, 100%. that's just my opinion on it. Yeah. All right. So going back to the acquisition talk of Nixus and stuff, um, do you see yeah. Sony looking to acquire anybody else in the near future? And yeah, I, I, Square Enix. I just think that that's you just really the right so? marriage for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. Well, I think. I mean, just yeah. Go ahead. Why buy? I look at it like this. Mm -hmm. Why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? I, I mean, they seem to be getting a lot of deals from from them, uh, exclusivity deals. And you know, I know they're. Of course, they're probably paying them some money for sure, but I right. don't think it's a substantial amount to where it's just insane. You know. Um, I, I think it's better for them to keep this going for them, uh, the way it is rather than buying the, the entire, uh, publisher, because I, I, I think that would cost, of course it would cost them billions. Um, sure. but I, I, I just, they've, they've had such a great relationship for so many years, mega, that I just don't see them buying them outright. I mean, I can understand your point, and it that is true. But one thing that we do know is that things change over time. And even though they've had this great relationship over time, let's say that the next the next uh, person that's in charge of Square Enix has a different approach, Maybe. and they are yeah. more yeah, and they are more lenient and want to put and they look at it like just not making enough revenue, even though the PlayStation has given us so much money to keep these games exclusive for a time. I think that it's better to just put these games out day and day so we can get the money that we want. And, and I think this just be more profitable. I mean, now is that, I mean, this is all hypothetical, but I just think yeah. that 
PlayStation is is the way that they've approached the, the game by holding games off of systems. That's been their lifeblood. But the best thing, to, the best way to do that is just to keep it, just to own that company and keep it away and then pick and choose what games they will allow to get on there. Because I think that they want the control because you just never know what the other company might do, regardless of how much that they, that, that they might pay them for certain IPs. Mm-hmm. If you got that whole publisher locked down then you you have the say so of what goes where when it goes there so that that's that to me i think that's what i think it would just benefit sony all the way around because like i said the, the it just when you think I of can see call that. of duty yeah you think of call of duty as a shooter you think of you know people call xbox a shooter box but then you look at sony you know game of single player experience final fantasy they're the ones that introduced us to final fantasy 7 and that's one of the most iconic final fantasy games out there or rpgs jrpgs of all time so that just to me just yeah. screams and, and when you think about the sense. fact that you know they've pretty much cut the fat off so to speak of their western division uh, yes. over there at square enix now yes. it, it's like they're pretty much all those japanese games and jrpgs and stuff like that but you're right mm-hmm. bringing up final fantasy is still kind of a sore spot because it oh, sucks yeah, it, that I mean, final yeah. fantasy 7 remake has not been brought over to the xbox yet and it's been well over two years right yeah yeah it's, no, yeah, it's it, insane it, yeah it, it upsets me as well because i i i was willing to support because i, well, I got it on pc i have as it well, on just, ps5 I, and, and, so and I, I have it, it, and I bought it day one on PlayStation because I just, for me, I'm, if I support something, I support it. But mm-hmm. it's for me, it was like I, I want to play it on the console that yeah. you know that I prefer, and so I would like to see that, and and I would like Xbox to have more of these type of games to get back to where they were when during the 360 OG Xbox to that variety that we were talking about earlier. So it's it, so for PlayStation to take that game to hold that game off is, is smart. But it also it just feels crummy at the same time, and also to the point that you was making, um, I think that's the way the, the reason why they have this time this, this timed exclusivity for multiple years. Mm-hmm. I feel that is a part of the process for them to to look and see about the checks and balances on how much to, how much it's going to take to acquire them and give them time to hold on to those uh, properties until they actually pr- purchase them. Because normally mm-hmm. it's just a year. But now they're holding games two, two years, years plus. plus. Yeah. 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 So I think, and, and, and they've been mostly Square Enix games. So to me, I think that that's a sign of them and thinking this, about acquiring them. And this is stuff we're going to get into as well on our next topic because it's a pretty big one. Um, okay. But, but I, I do want to say that something you brought up earlier about preference. Um, yeah. Preference is something that a lot of people in the gaming community, community see, well, in the fanboy community, I'll say really can't wrap their head around. And it, it's, it's so bad at times that you can't just have an opinion on something that you feel is not really important to you, but right. it could be important to somebody else. And I can see it and respect that and say, okay, I understand it's important to you, but it's not to me. But they can't respect the fact that it's not important to me and I better like it or else. And I right. just had that conversation with some people in your thread recently on Twitter. I was just going to mention that. Yeah. yeah the PlayStation yeah, yeah. controller. This is something yeah. that's brought up so many times by people. And it's not like I jumped in a thread saying, Hey, uh, like let's say somebody posted something and said, I really love the PlayStation, you know, features on the controller. 
and yada, yada, yada. And it's not like I jumped in there to be negative on it. Not at all. I was responding to you about the controller and how I usually just turn off all those features because I don't personally like the adaptive control, the triggers, the adaptive triggers. I like that off and I don't use rumble. I don't even use rumble on the Xbox. It's just Mm -hmm. not, I I don't care. Um, It just wastes battery in my opinion. That's, that's what it comes down to. And that's my preference. And I'm not hating on the guy who's in there in your thread, who's telling you, you should use them because it makes it more immersive. And if you don't, He's trying to help you out and all this stuff. He's, tra- he's he's being in there just being really ignorant to the fact that some people just don't care for it um, because you wanted to use an Xbox controller. That was That's what it was about. You wanted to use right. an Xbox controller on your PC to play Spider-Man, and he was mad because you weren't using your PlayStation 5 controller. And I thought it was just, come on, man. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> Preference, was, man. It- if, if, man, if you go through that, the the it, it made a lot of people salty for the wrong reasons because it's it's not like I threw shade at anybody. Like no. I mean, it was one of the other thing. I, I, I was praising the game, you know, mm-hmm. saying, "Look, this game, you know," and I'm showing gameplay, um, yep. showing support for Insomniac, for Spider Man, for a, a Sony product. Yeah, and, and and I just only thing I said was that look, I said playing it on with on the Xbox controller makes it sweeter. Well, if people know when you play game, uh, the the more the more the primary or most used controller on PC is the Xbox controller. That's and and for fact. me, and then of course it's the press, it's the it's the it's the it's the I like that I'm used to the Xbox controller now after mm-hmm. all the years playing PlayStation. I just feel it just feels more comfortable for me. It's not about all the extra, and it wasn't me trying to be trying to be saucy or anything like that. It was just no. me trying to praise the game and then just saying I like playing it on on the controller and the responses. I mean, I got called out my name, I you know, mm-hmm. just everything like I'm cheap, I don't want I don't know anything about quality. All because of, like you said, a preference. And, and and when people come out and they do the same thing, or they post uh, if they're playing a PC, or playing an Xbox game with a uh, um, uh, with a PlayStation DualShock, good for you. I'm, sometimes I might like it. I'm not going to respond to it because I, because it might be bait. But even if it is or is not, like if if that person enjoys it, then why should I be upset about? that person being happy playing yeah. games that yeah. that's what it's all about at the end of the day that's what the exactly. community is supposed to be about at the end of the day is enjoying games that's it. facts facts and yeah we all yeah. have preferences people like if i prefer to have my controller just you know not do anything in my hands except control the game that should be my preference um i find immersion in games through the game itself through the mechanics through the story through the gameplay yes. I don't care about these gimmicky features. That's what I call them. And I get hate for calling them gimmicks, but to me, they're gimmicks to me. They may not be to you. They could be life changing to you. And I can say, I respect that, but respect my, you know, preference as well. I, I I just don't care for it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I respect the, the speaker and, and the haptic fit triggers and all that, but and, yeah. you know, I'm, only thing I want is rumble and I'm good. I don't want all that other stuff. I don't, you know, like when I'm playing the PlayStation and that then the speaker pops up or something like that. I, okay, that's cool. But I mean, I, <laughs> it ain't, it's but just not it, that serious to me. When it sounds yeah. like a tin can, it's not really immersive. You know, it's, it uh, literally yeah. sounds like it's coming through a tin can. Remember when you yeah. used to play that game with the can on the two cans on the string and you used to talk into it. Oh, yeah, you used to talk into That's it. That's the yeah. way it sounds. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, I don't need to hear that. Like, it's, yeah, it's not for me. I'm not, but anyway, 
Um, I've got a super chat I have to get to before I move on this topic. Um, Brigadier's Blue, thank you very much for the $5 super chat. He says, it's not a proper Sunday without GTL. Time for one of my, the best gaming podcasts around. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. High praise. Um, oh, we just got another one. Um, this is from Ultra Watts. He says, I hate the speaker on the PS5 controller. Fun speaking facts. Yeah, I mean, I, it is the same way on the PS4. It just it's tinny. It's not yeah. very loud, so it's I don't know. It's it's perfect personal preference. Head, headsets, yeah. Wear headsets or you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like yeah. That's another uh, thing well, too. If you're wearing well, a gaming yeah. headset and your yeah. speaker goes off and you can't even hear it, like no, it, yeah, no. yeah. It's yeah, it's not so. a big deal. Who cares? I mean, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, like I said, for people who enjoy it, yeah. But by all means, enjoy it. Like I mean, so if. That, but to me, it's just kind of like I'm over here trying to praise a game that you guys praised and and love and enjoy, mm-hmm. and I'm showing some gameplay of it, showing my appreciation of it, and yep, it, it turned into something completely different. It was yeah. just well, like, it's because they know you as an Xbox guy, so you have to right. be hating in some way, right? Some right. way, some way. Whatever. All right, guys. Well, it's another week, another mm-hmm. ad. So here we go. This is the Toilet Roll Talker. Things console fanboys say on social media edition. Let the Toilet Roll Talker transport you back to a special time or place when you first heard or read these statements. Remember this timeless classic? 1080p makes you a better gamer. Or how about 12 T-flops is better than 9.2. Folks, there are so many classics built right into this thing that it'll have you rolling for days. You'll hear things like, Just wait till E3. Wait till games come. Wait till the Tokyo Game Show, guys. And who could forget? Xbox got no games. When the gamer in you needs to wipe, let the Toilet Roll Talker bring to you that joy you've been missing in your life again and again. Want to see my dick? I'm going to show you anyway. Buy it today at Rice Wine Liquors and other fine retail establishments. All right. There's the. Oh, uh, my gosh. Uh, well, get your you, toilet roll talk at Rice you're, cla- you're classic. You're classic with that, brother. You're classic yeah, with that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, it's it's one of those things. That's that's for every fanboy out there. You you know, buy yours yeah. today. Only at Rice Wine Liquors, and that's that's a real store, by the way. Is that um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually located very near me. But uh, <laughs> let's just go ahead and move on from that. So, anyways, let's go ahead and talk about Xbox. Okay, so Xbox seems to be fighting back. We have uh, things that were said in a, I guess there was a, a document, uh, or at least 20, say, uh, tw- I think around 27 pages of documents that were leaked uh, mm-hmm. that was uh, complaints to the, govern- uh, the governing body over at Brazil. Um, uh, I, I guess, okay, let's just talk about this for, for sure. I'm all scatterbrained now because that stupid ad. Anyways, uh, so PlayStation last week, we heard about them. They were complaining to the governing bodies there uh, at Brazil over the Activision Blizzard deal to Microsoft. And in that, they were crying about uh, something about how these games uh, like COD, um, they wouldn't have anything to compete with COD if it were to go to exclusive uh, to Microsoft. And that COD might, being exclusive to Microsoft, might make it to where gamers might migrate over to to that platform. They might make uh, that platform purchase over their own. And I was like, really? Like, is water wet? Of course, that's what exclusive games do that are big for people. 
That's why you guys do what you do with exclusive games to try to bring people over to your platform. It's obvious, right? right. So now we have Microsoft with this 27-page document basically punching back at Sony saying, look, uh, I'm just going to show the document here because this is pretty, pretty interesting. Um, mm -hmm. Let's go to quote number one here. This is what Microsoft says. Considering that exclusivity strategies have been at the core of Sony's strategy to strengthen its presence in the games industry, and that Sony is a leader in the distribution of digital games, Sony's concern with the possible exclusivity of Activision's content is incoherent, to say the least. That's pretty big words, right? But it gets more yeah, interesting. Yeah. In this next quote, it only reveals, once again, a fear about innovative business model that offers high quality content at low cost to gamers, meaning game pass threatening a leadership that has been forged from a device centric and exclusivity focused strategy over the years. And they go on to say, indeed, Microsoft's ability to continue expanding game pass has been obstructive. Uh, here it is obstructed by Sony's desire to inhibit such growth. Sony pays for blocking rights to prevent developers from adding content to Game Pass and other competing subscription services. Wow. Yeah. What say you on that, K-Mega? Uh, I mean, it's facts. I mean, it, it's, it's the thing. Listen, we all know, even the people that will not admit it, know that Sony is shook behind this. Uh, some people was trying to make this out to be like, well, it's just a part of a strategy. Yeah, it's part of the strategy, but it's the strategy to try to throw a monkey wrench into something to where this does not happen. Because if COD goes to and when COD goes to because this deal is going to go through, I'm 98% I'm sure. certain that yeah. it will. Uh, when COD drops on uh, Game Pass, then it's it's going to be a it's going to it's, it's going to be a serious uh, shift in uh in the market um and it's and it's going to be one of those things that happens pretty quick um and sony knows that but even this when we were you know like i said we're the same age around the same age anyway and we were ignorant back then not knowing sony's, sony's practices mm -hmm. uh when all those games that we played when i was talking about tekken and and, and toshinden and and then we looking at like you know legend of lagaya legend of lagoon all these you know xeno gears all these great fantastic games wild arms all these games right most of those games never seen the light of day on sega or nintendo we thought that those games were exclusive to the to that platform because of the fact that we thought that they owned them. No, they just paid to, to have those games on their console to keep them there. Mm -hmm. It's the strategy that's worked and, and that's shut down and made Sega not make consoles anymore and made them only just, it made them a third party. So Sony's strategy has worked and worked and worked and worked and it almost finished off the Xbox. The only thing, the only difference is, is now that Xbox has some some true backing from Microsoft now that the games has changed, and now Sony wants to want to cry foul, but Microsoft's like, oh, hold on, this is the market leader. How is it that the market leader is going to try to make this point to say, well, we're concerned? If if they were in third place, that mm -hmm. would be something different. But Xbox is trying to compete. And everybody wants Microsoft to compete. So for Sony to come out and try to make it out that like they're the David facing Goliath, yeah. that's not the case. Sony has been the Goliath the whole time. They've had a damn near 30-year run 
of dominance in certain cases, especially nobody can deny what the PlayStation 2 done to the industry. And so now when you look at this, it's kind of it's kind of funny. And it's and it's but I, but I am proud of Microsoft for stepping in and saying it's fighting back and saying, look, we're not we're not going to tolerate this anymore. We're just not. Yeah, no, it's it's 100 percent true, man. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, it's just funny to me how these how Sony can act like that when you mentioned that they were, you know, they've been dominated do, doing this essentially for 30 years. They've been keeping mm -hmm. games off other platforms for this long. Yeah. This has been their strategy, and it's something that is well pointed out by Microsoft. And I think mm -hmm. it it's funny the the difference here. Let me ask you: Do you find yeah. that there's a difference between what Sony has done for the past thirty years in paying for these games to be kept off other platforms from what Microsoft is doing now, which is basically buying a huge publisher that has some big games within, and mm -hmm. and making and putting those on their platform and making money off them. Do you see a big difference between the two? Not really. I think it's business all at today. Regardless if you think it's crummy or not, I, I don't think that it's not ethical, but it's not, but it's, but it's business. It's legal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I look at it from a standpoint of, um, well, I should take that back. Yeah, I do see a difference because one company is owning something. They're purchasing an entity and then yes. the other company is leasing, you know what I'm saying? Leasing to leasing or just renting. So it's not, so it's, so it's not really the same. The thing to me is that Sony is, like I said, has been doing this for so long that nobody has really paid attention to it. And now since us gamers, we've gotten older, we pay attention to this stuff, uh, more frequently. Oh. And we're more involved. Yes. Now we're starting to see how this how this game is really being played out, and it all came from those leaks from I believe yep. the Apple and and Epic uh, cake, uh, course, cake, uh, court uh, court uh, situation. So it was just me, like, oh man, like I mean, this we understand that Sony, you've been doing this. It it's it's just man up, fight. You're over here going to you've had an opportunity. Just think about this, Fonz, and everybody that's listening. Um, I said this on GRG the other the Friday night was their strategy. If Microsoft didn't buy Zenimax, think about what Sony's lineup was going to be starting off this generation. They would have had Starfield uh, timed exclusive, Ghostwire Tokyo time exclusive, um, Deathloop they had time exclusive. Then they was going to lock down Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16 for Spoken on top of having their IPs. I mean, come on. I mean, think about think of, and then having Starfield right there and, yeah. and, and on top of all the rest of that lineup and then you... telling what other games is going to be Scott. That was that they were trying to give the they were trying to give the, the final blow to Xbox to, to say, yeah. look, you're not yeah. going nobody's going to be paying attention to your console, no, no matter how cheap this other the, uh, the Series S is going to be. I remember when so, we were hear hearing those rumors about them trying to get Starfield exclusive to their platform. And everybody yep. was like, uh, I remember all the Sony guys were really pushing that on Twitter. Oh, we're going to get Starfield. We're going to get Starfield. Mm -hmm. Oh, how the turns have tabled, you know. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. I, I, I got to go to Colt Eastwood here, though, because he said something that was yeah. very true. PlayStation wants the world to think that they are the only place to play. 100%, right. man. Hit it right, right on the head with that. Right. Um, they've been doing that for years. They did it with Destiny. Yep. Remember when they got the rights, uh, the marketing rights for Destiny, uh, they didn't even make that game exclusive, but a lot of people had it in their head that that game was exclusive. There was right. people out there that would buy it on the PlayStation because, hey, that's mm -hmm. where they thought Destiny was because it was all in the stores. 
all you see was PlayStation and Destiny and, you know, and then they had some exclusive content that they did hold back from uh, Microsoft. Mm -hmm. So that's all that they could hold back through Bungie. Um, that, I, but there's no doubt in my mind that they didn't go to Bungie and try to ask for that to be exclusive altogether. Oh, absolutely. No in my and, mind. And, and let's just put this, let's just, let's just kind of like make this whole thing into the reality of where if Sony had the money to acquire Activision, what do you think Sony would do? Do you think Sony would sit here and try to would try to which would, would try to oh, say no. well, 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 we'll let every we'll let Call of nope. Duty come to Xbox? You know, no. That you nope. know what I'm that's that's the strategy. Like, I mean, we already know that Sony, if they get get a hold of something, they are going to make sure that it stays on their platform. It's like Colt said. They want to be the place where the, the 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 entity where only where everybody thinks that that's the only place to play, and that's and that's how Sony has been doing that. Like I didn't know this. Like we, we was talking later earlier about uh, older games, and the and I was talking talking about the Saturn, Sega Saturn. Yep, there were some games that came out on the Sega Saturn that that were on PlayStation, but nobody knew about it. Because Sony had such a grip on everybody's thought process. The one thing about the, the place about PlayStation, they were the ones to make um, make everybody feel gaming was cool. You know, if you think about it, you know, when you was growing up, gaming, you know, if you was you was considered a nerd or whatever, people would try to fight you, beat you up. You know, when you watch anime and stuff like that, that wasn't cool. But PlayStation paid it made made a point to where their marketing was so spectacular. That it made it seem cool to play video games. So poor Sega Saturn, they didn't have that type of marketing market strategy. And even if they could compete, say, "Yo, we got this same game here too." It just didn't matter because the cool game, the the, the PlayStation was where the cool kids were, and mm -hmm. PlayStation has lived off of that. It's it's starts starting to change because of the lack of innovation, in my opinion, and the lack of uh, multiplayer games. I really only started to hear about console warring during the PlayStation 3 generation and Xbox 360. That's when I, I got a piece of that. And that's, of course, yeah. because of the internet. Me, me too. Me too. Um, yeah. Before that, I really didn't hear much talk about, you know, my console's better than yours. But I remember in the PlayStation 3, it really ramped up, you know, with the Xbox guys calling it a Foreman grill and things like that. And it was just, <laughs> yeah. there was memes out there about that. And yeah. I was like, really? People are really fighting over these consoles? But like with anything else in life, sporting, uh, you know, sports, uh, anything that fanatics can get behind, they're going to do it. And and yeah. fanatics yeah. are going to be there. And I, I understand that. Um, but it's just, it's really weird to me how serious some people really take this stuff. Um, but one thing I wanted to ask you about all this here today is uh, yeah. Sony now that we know or at least that it's being put out there that they have been paying to block other, you know, companies from putting their games on uh, other platforms. Um, do you think their mindset is uh, going to change at all? Or do you think Sony's going to continue to do this now that it's out no, there? No, 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 not at all. I mean, it, when, I mean, just think about this, when Sony was, because everybody was talking about special delivery and of course the, the stands out there were, were, clown and special delivery and then sony all of a sudden implemented well we got special our version of special delivery too and then then they started saying oh, oh the yeah smart okay delivery? Special delivery. Yeah. yeah the smart delivery uh, yeah i said special delivery sorry smart delivery yeah and then so sony was saying well we're going to do that too with these games it's going to be on playstation 4 then 
all of a sudden they tried to make the change with Horizon Forbidden West. PlayStation community, shout out to them. They went. They they did not like that. They they told uh, Sony nope. how they felt, and then Sony comes around and say, instead of for what they told people uh, that they were going to do with all these titles that was coming over to the PlayStation Four to the PlayStation Five, um, they said, well. Horizon Forbidden West is the last one. Every other game you're going to have to pay that additional $10. So if they are going to just do a bout face like that, they're just going to just double down on that. They don't care. They're still going to, their strategy is not to have that service, uh, Game Pass, to get too far ahead of Sony's service because if it does, which is already ahead of theirs, but if it goes any further, then it's all she wrote. They won't be able to keep up. They're they're going to have to change their mindset though going right. forward about services, and I think that's why right. they're kind of starting with this whole premium service over at Sony. Um, mm -hmm. Do you feel they're going to put? Um, because this is what I feel. I think yeah. that stuff like when when factions finally does come out by Naughty Dog, um, I think that's going to be put in their service. I think they're going to sell it, you know, on the side, maybe yeah. forty fifty bucks, but I think they're going to put it in their premium service because that's going to make that more interesting um do you think that they will start putting more first party multiplayer games within their service like do you oh, think yeah. they're it's building a, these live service games for their service yeah and and, and i believe faction is going to be a free to play and then it's going to have a lot of microtransactions and i think that oh, that's going to be yeah. one of the one of the games to introduce uh to try to kick off uh playstation uh plus and now the one thing that they could do is probably put that they'll start maybe putting those games on PlayStation premium so they could try to maximize as much money as they possibly can. But I feel that factions is going to be a free to play because I, 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 really? I, I they may give a, yeah, I, I don't, I think they could give an option. Here's, here's to what I disagree back. with. The reason, no, no, no. Okay, go ahead. the reason why I disagree with them making it free to play. And now I, Zucker said the same thing, uh, Zucker mm -hmm. 87. Uh, but I disagreed with him as well because PlayStation is 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 greedier than that. I oh, think yeah, that they will put that in their you know premium service to entice people away from having to pay for it. Because wh what would entice people to pay for the premium service just because that free to play you know is if that if I could play that free, why would I even go to the premium service? You know, well, no, it has. To, saying, they, like, they have to put the game in there to entice people to come in. Well, that's what I'm saying in the sense that they would probably make it a, a free to play game and, and it'll be exclusively for the premium for the. Premium, oh, so uh, oh, it's only going to be yeah. in there. So you can't yeah, play it only, at all unless you, you get can't, the premium. Right. Unless, See, but then now, it's they, not really free because you're still paying then, for it. Yeah. And then you still you're still paying for it. So like, yeah, yeah I think I think that it's, it'll be, it could be a free to play, but they might add perks to it or something. But they need games like that in order Yes. to get people to get on board with that. So I think that that probably will be the flagship, but you're mm -hmm. right. Sony is, Sony is very, they're very greedy. I mean, you know, the last of us situation, I, I don't know how anybody could cap for that uh, personally. Um, but it is what it is. I just think that they, they need to get that service off the ground. And if they're not going to put their games in there day and date, then they're going to have to put those services in day and date. And, that's the only thing that I can see that that could help yeah. because just them throwing some some older games in there and 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 maybe some some games that that people have maybe already purchased a year or two down the line that's not going to work. That's not the winning ticket to have a service to, to thrive, in my opinion. Yeah, they're going to have to at least, you know, and they could start off with staggering. You know, after a re initial release of a first party game, maybe six mm -hmm. months out, they could put it in their premium service. 
And that would be enticing. That, that would be enticing to me because I refuse to pay the 70 bucks anyway, and I have mm-hmm. to wait for a sale anyway. So if they do wait a few months, put it in their premium service, I may just get their premium service. Right. I, I would right. definitely do that. Uh, thank you very much, Colt Eastwood, for the $5 super chat. He says, Sony has shown their fear of Xbox, and with their actions, they are showing they have to follow many of Xbox's moves in modern market past the 2010s. Yeah, um, it's changing. The industry is definitely changing. We spoke on it a bit earlier. And yeah. in that respect, yes, they are leading the industry in that market. They're, they're pushing people to go more digital, whether it be right. xCloud or Game Pass. This is where the market is headed. Um, and we all see this. Um, and it's not to say consoles are going to completely die out. Eventually they will. When they can get the latency down, um, and, and it be zero or, or one-to-one from the console to xCloud, let's say, uh, definitely they would get rid of the console at that point. Oh. But I don't know how long that's going to be. Xbox has already said that they are already looking into their next console. So mm-hmm. I think we'll have one more, uh, at least one more generation before yeah, goes the other. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, because I think the people that will be all about the consoles are our generation. Um the the younger generation i don't think that they'll care enough to be honest with you um for the fact that i, I think that the console will eventually turn into the album it, it mm. it's still valuable it's still worth so it's still worth something for people but it's just not resonating like when people just just go to spotify or soundcloud yeah. or something like that and just stream some music on the go and that's where gaming is definitely going to go people love convenience and and especially the younger generation, these they, they they'll talk. You know, what I'm saying like, if you really think about like the com- the community, community is big, but it's nowhere as big as the casual market. And and the casual market is what dictates everything. And I've always said this: the consoles will still be a fi- will still be a factor as long as the market dictates it uh, dictates it. But I just Facts. don't think that it will o- over time. I agree with you. Like I think that there's one more generation, and I feel mm-hmm. after that. It's going to go. And I feel at that point that Sony will be ready to be more of just a a digital publisher than they would be for doing consoles because it'll be a hell of a lot cheaper. Well, look at it this way. A lot of people, if you were to tell me, let's go back eight years. If you were to tell me eight years ago that more gamers would be purchasing digitally than physical, I would have called you a liar or or crazy. But the facts remain that well over almost 80% of gamers today are digital gamers now. Yes. And that's yes. the facts. Anybody in chat that hears this or anybody listening to Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, wherever this show is heard, if you disagree with that, you're, you're simply wrong because that is the facts. Um, even Sony themselves have laid it out and said that the, almost 80% of their sales have been digital sales. So yeah. this and- whole forever physical stuff, you know, it's... It's really going it's, away, it's, it's already a it's a dying fad, and and this is the one thing that was it was so disappointing with uh, during the Xbox One start for listening to to fans like now not taking away from Xbox blunder their management was awful they they didn't present things properly um, 
None of that. Oh, but it was terrible. Yeah. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. And of course, that was the start of when social media was really kicking off and and, 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 and everybody was listening to other people and everybody wanted to be a, like, a, a you know, an analyst. Really, and, it's and really all because that. they pushed TV, TV, TV way too much, but, bro. The, but there was less emphasis TV, on games. TV, TV. Okay, but there was less emphasis on games and you can't do that with a games box. That right, okay, was so. one of the biggest reasons. I, that no, I think that well, it was one reason, but I think the biggest factor overall, I, like people didn't like that. And DRM, but then I'm not, and the DRM, but the main factor was the price. That's what hurt Xbox. They got greedy with the with trying to throw in the Connect with uh with with the with the Xbox One, and that five hundred dollars was an eyesore because we just came out of a recession. It's all about what I've said before, and then what I've said mm. what Sony is doing. They just don't know the timing. Like, who do you have in your room that's not paying attention to the economies across oh. the world? You see what I'm saying? So that in Xbox at that time, because they were flowing high off the of 360, they thought that they could just come in and just do something ignorant like they did. Facts. We're gonna and lie. And once we found out that they lied about having to connect on there, it just made everything because the features on the Xbox One was fantastic. I love the Snap feature. I love the Connect. But you can't, but you can't force to connect on people who don't want it. And then I you look at this. It. Yeah, no. Well, I yeah, wanted it, but I, I but but to, yeah, I thought I thought the innovation of the Xbox One was fantastic, except for the Windows Eight stuff. Um, and and then of course what what also hurt the Xbox One was the fact that you couldn't talk to people on the 360. They just they they, they didn't think that out. But the price was the main factor, and and the and the casual market is not loyal to anyone. So, so and Sony is figuring this out right now when people are jumping right back on Xbox and buying the Series S because of the price of the of the price factor, and people buying the hell out of Switches because the price factor. In the time mm. with this economy, you can't you shouldn't be charging people seventy dollars right now. If you want to do it when the economy is at at its best, fine. But people are people are all this inflation. It's not. It's just not smart move from 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 my perspective. So I think for what yeah. Xbox, what they what they should have done, um, and, and the point that I'm well originally trying to say was that it was disappointing. People was over here not looking at the innovation of the box and just listening to what other people were saying. And now, as you made the point about the digital games, and, and we still have DRM. It's not changed. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's you know what I'm not saying? Gone. <laughs> it it yeah. was almost it's, like they were already thing. ahead of their time originally yeah. with the Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, they just they managed that thing so poorly. Yeah. And Awful. and what they did was right the ship. What Phil Spencer did and company, I'll say Phil and yeah. company, what they did yeah. was come in and and when they uh, this this generation anyway, the brilliance of the Series S, it mm-hmm. that. That is why they came in with the two skew system here. You have the one that's a little higher priced, and then you have the Series S sitting there that's attractive to many gamers out there that just, you know, they want a console to play the games. They may not want all the frills, bells and whistles, but they just Mm -hmm. want to play some Xbox games or maybe just some, you know, third-party games on an Xbox. They have that console there that they can buy for $299. That was a brilliant move. And I think they did that because of their mistakes in the ball they dropped of the original Xbox One. And, And because PlayStation brought the PlayStation Slim. That that yeah, was it right yeah. there. The, the the biggest seller was the PlayStation Slim. So, um, yeah, it, it yeah you're right. I mean that's why it's funny to me when people say, you know, well y'all praise Phil, y'all do that. We we, we won't praise Phil. Uh, somebody say Killer respect. Phil. Yeah, ki- uh, ki- well, Killer Phil. Let's go. There's Killer Phil. Like There's a little Killer, killer Phil. Phil. 
Yeah, he came out kicking. Came out kicking recently. Anyways, but, but that, um, that's the reason why Xbox fans, because he saved Xbox. He 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 he. Well, he saved Xbox as we know it today. Um, Xbox could have been bought off, or it could have just been you know whatever. But uh, Phil did this, and that's why a lot of Xbox gamers, myself and others included, respect him and his team for what they've done. To, to 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 ride the ship and to get and, well, and to get to the point to where they're at now. They listen. Well, well, let's let's kind of switch gears here. Uh, let's let's focus on Xbox a bit because you're an Xbox mm -hmm. guy primarily. Um, yeah. I've been primarily playing on Xbox as well, uh, and it's just because that's where I've kind of migrated to over the years. Because yeah, because you was a PlayStation guy when you came on GRG. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Wild. And and I love PlayStation games still. They're still some of my yeah. favorite games. And I don't care where the game is at. I'll play it on a PlayStation. I won't pay 70 bucks for it. But because y'all out there preaching for $70 games, now it, it actually comes to light. This extra $10 that you're paying is paying for blocking rights. That's what you're, they're doing with your money. That's where I see it's going now. Because uh, honestly, it's not necessary to give these publishers that extra 10 bucks. Not in today's day and age when the games aren't any different. They haven't changed much. And you can't tell me those DualSense uh, controls are worth an extra 10 bucks per game. That's some bullshit. Um, little no fact, little no fact but, about the ha about the haptic triggers or just haptic uh, technology. It's been around since before we was born, Fonz, in the 70s, in the, oh, in the early I, 70s. Yeah, I, I know, but it, it's just, people, know, to yeah, me, it, it, to yeah, me yeah, gimmicky, crazy. and it's just not worth the $10. Well, no, it, no it's not, not worth good. the $10. The, no, the, the no, upgrades, no, the other upgrades no. that we're getting, PC games get it all the time at a cheaper price. You can't tell me that this is. I thought that's what I was paying the five hundred dollars for the console for. To it was yeah. for all of that, all those accessories and all of that to anyway. be included for me a five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Mean, one point on on that too because I, I, I it, it, it's really crazy in the video game space where people come up with these these uh, notions like oh well it it makes you a real gamer to pay the the ten extra dollars or whatever the case may be. Uh, but I. I guarantee you these people haven't gone to a car store or gone to Best Buy to buy appliances or any type of mm -hmm. thing and go in there and look and say, you know what? I want that Maytag or that Samsung or whatever else. I want that at, at its high, at, at higher than the retail value. No, what people, what most people do is they look at the value. They go see where the value is and maybe try to haggle their way to get to, to get the price to go down. Nobody pays more for anything else in any other any other space in any other place. But there's people that wants to tell you that video game has can hold that much weight and yeah. you need to pay that much money that just makes no sense That's yeah when i go to yeah when i go to a grocery store and i'm looking at yeah. you know meats and stuff i'm i'm looking yeah. for you know a good deal i'm not looking yeah. for hey you know what this is more expensive over here i'm gonna go over there and spend that because it's more expensive it's got to be better it's got you know no 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 no, if, no. if it's the same brand the same thing it's it's the same but you choose to want to spend more that that's fine whatever um, I, I just don't do that. Um, I, not in any other, you know, uh, thing, a consumer product out there. Do we look for, you know, paying for more? We're, we're just mm -hmm. not, I mean, yeah. we're not, we're always looking for deals. Um, mm -hmm. at least I am. Um, me but, too. <laughs> oh, before we move, before we move on to this, I'm going to get the super chat. Gaz, thank you very much for the $5. He says the answer is D. Gaz oh, loves dude. the D, by the way. Um, whoa, that's what he's whoa, saying. Whoa, whoa. Uh, 
that okay. that has something to do with his sauce video today. Anyways, that was funny. Uh-huh. Um, Shout out to, to Gaz. I, I, I see some of the stuff. I don't see a lot of everybody's stuff, you know, but. No, um, you got to check yeah. out his video today. It was hilarious. I, 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 will, I will check it out. I will check um, it out. Shout out to Gaz. But where I wanted to switch gears a bit, talk about focusing on Microsoft here, is I wanted to ask you, being primarily an Xbox guy, uh, speaking of companies being worried, do you yeah. think that Xbox should be worried at all about their lineup going into Game Pass this year? Uh, no. And and this is the reason why. Uh, I made a video talking about this. You don't that, feel they're, um, they're lacking at least one big Oh, yeah, no, they're, oh, they're, they're lacking. Oh, no, they're, la- they're lacking. No, that 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 part right there has already been, you know, that's the swan song. Like, I mean, it it is it is what it is. But the one thing that's the saving grace for Xbox is the fact that 2021, they won publisher of the year. And everybody's seen just the potential of what it could that, be like. You know what? That means nothing to me, that award. <laughs> it means nothing to I, 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 no, me. No, 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 no. What I'm saying, though, is, you know, so the award, yeah, that's fine. But I'm saying in the sense of everybody had a feel of what gaming was, what, what it was like when Game Pass was clicking and when Xbox was clicking with their first party uh, titles. And it was, and it wasn't, and it was just only a sample size. It wasn't even the full plate, you know what I'm saying? The full force uh, course meal. It was just a sample size, and they and they they won the, the the publisher of the year. But everybody that I was talking to was like, "Man, come on, man, uh, uh, man, there's so many games to play. I don't have time." Or they just everybody was just excited about it. You see what I'm saying? So so so, so these smaller titles that we've recently yeah. gotten to Game Pass this year so yeah. far, um, yeah. they're enough for you as an Xbox gamer. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a person that play. I'm I'm not all that crazy about like the triple a talk i I, really? I i i play all different types of games man i i love i, I what i love is what i love and, and it doesn't no, no, matter I, if it's a smaller game nobody can take that away game. from you no no right 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 but no is it is it problematic that xbox doesn't have a triple a title this year absolutely um and but the one thing that i, I fall back on is the fact that they're doing it the right way by for the reasons why they don't have the games out is that they're not rushing they're not feeling pressured to have those games come out and then you have you have the starfield character that you created doing the hammer dance and it's broken because the mm-hmm. one thing that that uh that that the uh that that has been that's been stated by uh i can't remember the actual man's name that was the, the head of uh nintendo that passed away not too long ago um but he said a delayed game is a disappointment but a but a but a game that comes out and is bad, it's disappointment forever. Mm-hmm. And so if and so if they so if those games weren't ready, then kind of case in point, Halo Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite has been great the gameplay wise and everything, but the content is not there and mm-hmm. it's suffering yeah. for it. So so that's the thing of it. So so they're taking their time to do their due diligence and bring the games out. Oh, it's I, gonna be I totally right. understand and, that 100%. Yeah, I'm with you yeah, on so, delays. I don't so, mind yeah. that games get delayed yeah. because we get a better product in the end, or we should. Yeah. Um, yeah. However, and I would never tell a developer, you know, boo, you, you got to bring that game out. You know, yeah. I don't want to delay. If the developers are asking for delays, I'm all for it. But the fact okay. is that I feel like there's been mismanagement issues there at Xbox, and I think that the planning for 2022 was pretty poor, mm-hmm. especially when oh, no. you're putting yeah. all your eggs into yeah. the Starfield basket. And yeah. then that got no. delayed and that really hurt. And, and for me, I don't mind Indies. I, I play Indies every now and then, but I yearn for a big game. Like right now I am starving for something big. 
I, I and and for me, when I'm talking about a big game, people because people will ask me, they'll call me out. What constitutes a big game for you? A big like open world AAA game, like or even if it's linear, a AAA game. I really want that. Um, I just don't care to just sit there and play. Uh, one small game after one small game after one small game. I, I, well, that's I why I got a backlog. So I've been playing See, my backlog. So yeah, yeah it's, 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 listen, I, I agree with, and it goes back to the discussion that I had between you guys uh, and plenty of other people that disagree with me on the point of what I was saying. Like, I think that people are, are overblowing the, uh, the, the, the Starfield um, uh, delay. I, Cause I was looking at it from a positive standpoint of like look do you want the game to come out oh just i see this positive too but it's yeah. negative for yeah. xbox it's a black eye in that they put all their year, hopes it's into a that bad year for you their, know. their first party exclusive no it's a bad year for them for their first party yeah. exclusives there's no doubt about that 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 that's that's all and, and you could be disappointed about that that's no I, i'm not i'm not disputing that it's the fact that for me though to say that we don't have anything to play is not true. We have plenty to play. And also, like I was saying, like I've, I've been knocking out my backlog. So, I, so, so to me, I'm, I'm, I'm still entertained on top of the stuff Man. that's been dropping through game pass that like, I'm not into the power wash stuff and I'm not into certain other games, but you know, when, uh, Red See, if I, comes if, out, when, if I have uh, to go to a backlog right game, it, it, if I, mm-hmm. I have to dig real deep and then it's going to be something that's in 30 frames and I can't play it, you know, I'm just like, it's, it's just hard to go back to those really old games and and like i'll I'll just be watch dogs too that wasn't 30 frames though so you know yeah so you know what but let me ask you this so is there anything you think that microsoft uh can improve upon at this time oh yeah i mean they uh the messaging um some of the messaging still is is lacking um xbox definitely needs more fighters even though there are they are bringing fighters but i'm more first party fighters uh, more hack and slash. I don't know why uh, they didn't put more into Killer action. Instinct. What is it? Just not that successful? Maybe I thought it was no, a great no, game. No, it was no, it was very successful. Um, and and even and this is what's crazy is that like when you can go in certain games that just came out this year and you go into their lobbies and they're dead. You could go into Killer Instinct and the lobbies will will yeah. if not there's always going to be there and or the and the lobbies can sometimes if you get the right time will be full. And and wow. uh, and I mean that certain time of the day, not not just you got a certain time of the week. So Killer Instinct is very viable. I I think the one biggest issue with that, and, and Phil told me this himself, um, was that they were looking for the right studio, and so it's it's it, Killer Instinct is one of the most unique titles out there. Um, there's really nothing like it. And so when you have the programmers that was working on the game and they're no longer working on it, it's going to be hard to try to find those, the studio, the, the proper studio to go yeah. and do it right now. Netherrealm is something that I would, you know, that's a dream come true, stuff like that. But I don't want, I don't want killer. Inst- I don't want anything to be rushed anymore because the Xbox one, they did a lot of rushing and, and, it, and it turned out to be, it turned out to be uh, worse. Um, yeah. And it's like, Crackdown 3, even though I love the story of Crackdown 3, the multiplayer just wasn't it. So um, I, I just think that that's, 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 the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing that Microsoft you, needs you think to do. Need... Bring more hack and slash, more JRPGs, more Okay, more so fighters. variety, variety, yeah, more variety. Yeah, and that's more, a good variety, thing to want. Yeah. Yeah, uh, are you in the same camp as I am in that you'd like to see them expand and 
possibly, you know, make a sort of PlayStation-esque game, you know, third-person action-adventure. Oh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. I mean, they had them. They had them, but but but, people... but But really put a lot behind it. Money and... and Rock. Rise was a was one. I mean, hey, Rise, 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 Rise could, could crawl for God of War can walk, man. Rise, I don't want to hear anybody talk about know, that, man. I don't. I, on, they're man. they're, they're completely on, different, but <laughs> the mechanics are completely Third different. Over the shoulder, but the mechanics, the mechanics are different. Of the but game I'm just saying the the visual is very generic in Rise. Rise is beautiful. Rise is yeah, uh, it's an okay game. It's not terrible, but uh -huh. I feel like it's something that they could have expanded upon. I think a Rise Two could have been something special. Absolutely. Um, they could have uh, made the break? mechanics better. Quantum yeah, Break Quantum was break. trash to uh, me. But then again, I don't oh like I don't like that studio's games very much. Uh, I'm just oh, not you a don't? fan. Okay. Yeah, I just find them boring. Uh, uh, but I is there something that you wish that Xbox can bring back from the dead? What, is there scale anything? bound. Scale really? Scale bound. Scale bound. Really? Scale bound. That, that, was, that was so original. You want that their, was forespake, so uh, their forespoken. You want it back. I'd want it back. I want it yeah. back. I, I, I mean, that game was everything, man. That was that right there was the game. Now it could have been an absolute disaster, but um, but that game was so different for Xbox mm. in the sense of, uh, especially for the Xbox One. That was it right there. Like, okay, you tapping into the Japanese market. You're you're bringing you're bring you're you're adding multiplayer. This has a really cool angle to it where you have dragons you 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 get the, it's a hack and slash it's a multiplayer it's all in what like this this is this is crack i'm i was so so hyped for it and then my boy uh randar thor he he had to give me the information and and i i didn't want to believe it and maybe to mm. this day maybe i i got too emotional and that's why Rand probably don't talk to me like that now because i said Rand, don't you say that like that to me you <laughs> no don't you it hurt it hurt and shout out to delilah because i know she because that's that's the, that was the game she really wanted sweet. as well right yeah yeah, yeah. she yeah. made a video, well, really good video talking about it and it, yeah i remember I, that you know, video. still touches my, touches my heart but well also another guess what you, Omega, you, it's what? dead leave it alone oh my god you you, you know what fonts anyway, <laughs> it, it probably it, it probably is dead but another game and you'll probably be surprised with this is record i think record should get another Ew, another opportunity but, okay but you said put money behind it. Uh, yeah. Is, is, okay. Is a, okay. A, you, you need, game, yeah. yeah. Recore. It, it looked like it could be a fun game in the trailer and stuff, but it just didn't yeah. come to fruition. Let's say um, for me, it, it, it was a lot of, it was a lot of blank areas, but when you got into the dungeons or, or the areas where you, we had to, uh, we had to do a lot of the, uh, platforming and stuff like that. The game really came alive. I, I really enjoyed that game, but you could tell that that game just was on a limited but budget. Again, they poured yeah. a lot of money, but then again, PlayStation poured a lot of money into Horizon Forbidden West, and I found that dull. And it looks incredible. The story is not the story is not good, but so, the, but the game itself is. I think the mechanics. So and the, I'm just saying, in, in relation to Record, even if they put a ton of money behind yeah. it, I didn't think that the story, the narrative, or the uh, the things you would do in the game was all that. I don't, I don't well, know. Lost Odyssey is definitely a game that needs to come back. Um, there shouldn't be that 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 game could that would be the the great see Rise could be the answer to could be Xbox answers to God of War. I know that some people would say, well, how could? But oh, it looked me, incredible, even at yeah, nine hundred p. It was beautiful, right? Right, and that to me is that that's that game that you need to have that, and that's that's something that Xbox needs is that that story driven over the shoulder 
you know, first person, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, what people yeah. call it. But um, also uh, with uh, Lost Odyssey, that that that's some that could be the the uh, the counteract for if PlayStation does acquire screens or just keep doing yeah. these these deals. That could be your 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 your, your, your the Xbox version of Final Fantasy, of course. Um, then I, I think that the studios like with Ninja with Ninja Theory is going to be doing. I think that they a lot of people sleep on them. I think that they're going to do crazy I, amazing you know what, stuff. I, I and compulsion as well. I, I I think as far as Ninja Theory um, with mm -hmm. Hellblade, it was beautiful, um, yeah. gorgeous, just boring uh, for me. I, I mm -hmm. think it's just a boring walking simulator. Um, it's the, the, the combat for me wasn't that cool to play. I quit playing the game probably three hours in because it was just, nah, I couldn't wow. do it. Uh, you couldn't do it? it, it it's beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And, and it's not, I'm, I'm not hating on Ninja Theory because I love some of their older titles. Um, Heavenly mm -hmm. Sword is one of my favorite games from the PS3. Great game. Great game. I love that. Yeah. I wish they would bring that back. I well, really see, yeah, do. that's what I'm saying. Well, they can't you know, bring that back. That's a Sony problem. I know, yeah, it's, no, it's owned by Sony. But make a game like, like that. that. Yeah, 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 like that. Because yeah, that was the, like God of War. Slash. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like God of War. It was their mm -hmm. version, uh, but with a female protagonist. And I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if they bring, bring brought back something like that, you know, and have like a traditional old style God of War, but, you know, with today's visuals and stuff, it'd be badass. Um, now, I, now, Hellblade 2, I am looking forward to it because they okay. are putting more emphasis on the combat and stuff. So mm -hmm. that I am looking forward to it. I really think that it looks great. I just hope that it performs really well. I think that if the combat is improved, I'm all, I'm all about it. I'll, I'll definitely play that through. Okay, so now this is my last. These are my last two right here. Um, and this is you know I'm I'm all into the fighters and everything. So Killer Instinct is a must. But um, if they okay after this deal with Activision, could you imagine seeing? And, and after the success of Multiverse, could you see a version, a, a, a an arena fighter that's like you know Smash Brothers Multiverse that Xbox could come out with their with their IPs as the you know as the as the characters in that game? That game would be that game would I, look. Would I think hit. it would do. I, I think it might hit if it was if it played a lot like Multiverse does, and they just had their own characters and stuff. But I, I you know, mm -hmm. we have Multiverse, and they have tons of characters, and they. They have well, tons Xbox to come. Have tons, Xbox would have tons of characters. No, but have the amount of characters they have is insane. Think insane. about this, though. You got Doom Guy. You have Master Chief. True, true. Course, I'm not thinking about all that. Yeah, yeah. You got Cameo. You have you have you have a Sea of Thieves character in there. I may be in the minority, flash, but, yeah. but you mentioned it. I, I yeah. liked Cameo back in the day. I thought it was a yeah. fun game. It was a fun game. Yeah, it was, it was a fun, a fun game. game. Yeah. yeah, no, that, that's another thing too. And and that was the other thing that my last point was going to be. Xbox should tap into some of those old IPs. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was playing uh and, and a lot of people probably gonna say EU, but I was playing uh Phantom Dust uh not too long ago. And I was like, God, this game is so original. Like there's really no I'm I'm all about games that are very you original. Like it. You and Miles Dampier has been saying that forever. You guys both Shout out to Miles. Phantom Dust back. And yeah, I actually wa watched like a somebody did like a mini documentary on it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I remember playing the game back in the day. It, it was fun. It wasn't, you know, a bad game at all. It was it, it, yeah. it was so different for its time. That game was addicting. It was like a lot of people played it. And I understand mm -hmm. the appeal, but um, yeah, I don't care to play it today.
but I, I get it. I understand it. I what about Atagi? Because that's a game that that's that's yeah, a game that, that would too, fit into the genre. Atagi would be fantastic because that right there, that's that that's a that's a from software game that would be yep. that type of game to be into that the Dark Souls type yep. of vibe on top of with that with you know it's a hack and slash as well. Yeah, I, there's, there's uh, a, Xbox there's should a ton tap of into the old stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. they could, that. yeah, yeah, they they could very well you know have their own multiverses uh, style game as well with all those characters mm -hmm. because I forgot you know you know how dare me forget that they have all of Zenimax and you know the characters there right. and all yeah. these other studios that they have as well it's like man activision blizzard those come aboard you got more there's tons of stuff they could do there so yeah i, I get it and you know what I, I wouldn't put it past microsoft to try something like this in the future because they seem sure. to look for that next big thing they did it with PUBG with a you know battle royale st type thing um, hopefully, you know, they do something, um, that would be cool to see. But for me, when I, you know, looking at older franchises, um, again, one, it's not a first party at all, but it's an old Ubisoft franchise that I wish they would bring back in it. Splinter Cell, Splinter, Splinter Cell, Cell to yeah. me, you know, on the OG Xbox was just, it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, I, I would have said Morrowind as well, you know, way back when, when we played Morrowind on the OG Xbox, but they own Bethesda now. So right. it's, it's all good. They've got them. Um, and that's why I think next year Starfield is going to be such a bright spot for Microsoft. It's going to really put them on the map as far as Xbox ain't got no games, you know, BS. It Starfield is going to put them on the map. I think Starfield is going to be a game, a generational game, like people are touting. I really do believe it will be. I think this is a game yeah. people are going to play for many, many hours. They're going to put many hours into this. And I say this because I'm going to put many hours into it. Me too. Uh, it's my genre. I love Bethesda games. And I'm definitely going down that lane. And before anybody says it, no, I did not play Fallout 76 because that is not what I wanted to play. I like Bethesda's single-player experiences. And all of their single-player experiences that they put out whether it be the Elder Scrolls series or Fallout series, have all been fire. All of them. And they've, uh, you know what's funny? Most of them have been game of the year contenders as well. And winners. So Bethesda makes some amazing RPGs. So I, I, I can't yeah. wait for Starfield. Um, last question. And I just seen I got a dislike there. Thank you very much for saying. Oh that. wow, wow! Um, it, was, it wasn't for you. It was probably for me. So it is what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, it. I, my last question to you is: uh, What is your the next game you're looking forward to? Um, man. Um, it doesn't have wow. to be on Xbox. It could be PlayStation or PC. Well, or I mean, the game, the game, the game uh, got got delayed so i'm trying to think the next game after that it was midnight suns what i was i was anticipating that was my my most anticipated game oh really i was i was i was like yeah let's go big marvel Ultimate. fan yeah yeah well just i can I, see on I the love wall. yeah yeah well yeah 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 you see it on the wall yeah yeah, yeah. so i'm like just but just a fan of just I, I like um uh games from that genre i like xcom uh type games and, and rts's and, and just just everything about because they're oh, okay. deep in lore and all that stuff and I, I just love the strategy side of those type of games but yeah that was my most anticipated game but since that's not there so i have to probably go with um me and then the other game after that was the harry potter game but that got mm -hmm. delayed so uh prop there's a game that's coming out um 
in uh november called steel uh rising mm. um it's from a, a developer called spiders uh i like all of their games that they've come out with it came out with technomancer they've also done um greedfall um love those games uh and so i i'm looking forward to that game because they're, they're not a it's not a triple a title but it, it's it's one of those games that's in my wheelhouse so that would be the game that that's that's i'm really anticipating right wait now. a minute didn't they patch greedfall to hit 60 frames oh yeah I, yeah I, oh, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah I, I, that's yeah. what i can jump into because i tried to play that game but the 30 frames was so bad in that game it was so stunning mm -hmm. i'm definitely going to try that one Go back yeah, that it. game. That game was great. I I loved it. Uh, yeah, I, I beat it last year. You know, so because I had to come back to it as well. So the next one I'm anticipating is God of War Ragnarok. But of course, mm -hmm. I can't buy it day one. Seventy bucks. Can't Me neither. It. Me but, neither. Me neither. But do it either. when that goes on sale, I'm buying it right away. Uh, oh yeah. Fun speculation. Thank you very much, Mav, with the five dollars super chat. Says keep up the great work, Fonz. Great to see K Mega on here. Question for What's the fighting game fun? guru, K Mega. Will we see a new <laughs> Soul Caliber? You think? Question mark. Bro, uh, didn't we just have one like a couple years back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of yeah. fact, I, when I when I get off of here in a couple of hours, I'm going to do fight night. So I'm, not, I'm going to play Soul Caliber six. Um, uh, yeah. I think so. I think it sold enough, um, but at first it was looking pretty shaky because they yeah. were saying that because they because Namco said, "Look, I mean, if this game doesn't do well, then we're just probably going to have to shelf it, shelf it." But I think that the game has done well, especially with the added special characters that they've added to it. I think that we'll see another sequel. So, yeah, we're probably yeah. right after that we get the announcement of uh, Tekken Eight. So, well, with that, I want to thank you for coming here today. We've talked for oh, a good hour and almost 40 minutes because it, wow we went over time <laughs> yeah we went real over time and that's because it was well, a couple of great friends getting back together and talking no doubt, games no. and it's always a good time talking to you yeah. k mega i do appreciate oh, no what you do out there in the community so thank you very much um tell everybody where they can find you and all that good stuff oh man oh and especially appreciate you uh fun special fun speculation that's why i don't really say his name that much because i always math yeah. that's math <laughs> math yeah that's what i say math yeah appreciate it man appreciate it bro Go check out his podcast. Um, but yeah, check out uh, the GRG podcast uh, every Friday night, uh, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, you know, we do this, we have fun. It's, uh, you know, it's been, man, I can't believe we've been going on uh, like six years. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Six years it's, of knowing each other in the community. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's been crazy. So, uh, but then, you know, still going strong, man. Doing what we and do, we're both man. on camera uh, now. It's nice. Like I get, to yeah, see yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Different. People get to see me if they haven't yeah. seen me. Yeah. So I mean, I grew a beard and everything. So at this time, but he grew um, the he grew the beard just for the show. He grew it this week. I did. I did. Yeah. Just, just one week. Out like that. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I do fight night. I do this thing called Fight Night Sundays where. We play all different types of fighters. Uh, sometimes it's me just by myself, and then other times my boy Yobi or Game Down Sights, uh, Sir X Men, or other people. The Don will come in, and we'll play some play all different types of fighters. We're not just predicated to just one fighter. I just want to show the love of fighters and let people get introduced to it because they're not if they're not into fighters that like I'm this OG great best fighter of all time. I get my ass kicked sometimes. Uh, a lot of times if I play the wrong fighter, but that's why I stopped uh, playing fighters. I got my ass kicked <laughs> hey, by young people. Man. Right. But it's, but I, I love the competition for me. You know so, what it is? It's, it's my son. Yeah. It's my teenage son. He just whoops my butt at all those games. Even though last week really? we played the hell out of multiverses for like the whole day. And, uh -huh. and but he just, he, he destroys me. 
He destroyed who he beat. Yeah. Who he beat you with? Uh, he uses different characters all the time. He oh. just would do random characters. But yeah, he beat me with Shaggy. Yeah. Beat me with Superman. He beat me uh. with uh, uh, who was it? Uh, the little purple chick with the weird. I don't know. Anyway, oh she, yeah, with the afro, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. She shoots yeah. her her hand out at you. Any, anyway, yeah, he, beat me, yeah, he even beat me with the rain dog, and that thing sucks. I tried to use he that. Does it's suck. Horrible. He sucks. He but sucks. Yeah, I, I use Arya. I went ahead and I seen that they had a Game of Thrones character, and I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. So I, and so I, you know, I, I was, yeah, I was. No. A, well, you know what? I, I'll say this. I, I am a, I'm still a huge Game of Thrones book fan. I just didn't like the last season very much on TV, but. I love but, the last season. Last whatever. episode was, yeah, it blew my yeah, I was like, yeah, oh. But I still love the yeah. previous seasons were amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Are you going to see the, uh, the, 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 the new show that's coming out? Yeah, I'm uh, going to check it out because yeah. Yeah. why not? You know, it's, yeah, it's fine. a prequel. Why not? You know, hopefully yeah. they, they don't cheese it up at the end. Um, but yeah, I'm hopefully. looking forward to it. Hopefully. But, uh, but anyway. Let me finish. Yeah, go ahead, uh, go ahead. I, Fight Night Sundays. Uh, we'll be. I'll be doing it here. Uh, normally, I do it around like eight thirty, nine o'clock p.m. But uh, we'll be doing it a little bit earlier. But also, the next podcast on my boy Xbox Four Four H channel. Now, you talk about a channel that's been up there forever. I've been me and Xbox I think he's been, been doing that, that for like eight years, huh? No, almost he's, nine. Yeah, yeah. So, he's gotta yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time, man. I've been doing Xbox Four Four H for a long time. Good brother, man. Um. And then yeah, that's that. And then I do the Dev and the Gamer with my boy the Don. Uh, we do that every other week. And so uh, yeah, just come and check out the content, man, on my channel and uh, on Twitch at the, the, by the same name, K Mega Four Five. If you want a game, it's K Mega Four Five on PlayStation. It's K Pop, K uh, like Tupac, but just put K Pop, and you'll hit. You'll see. Nice. All right. Well, it was good to have you, and thank you everybody yeah. in chat that was here today. You guys have all been awesome. It's great to see familiar faces out there. Um, every week and uh, i seriously don't know how much that means to me i really love the 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 people uh all of everybody who listens to the show as well you know people on yeah. apple Podcasts, spotify all that because i know there's a lot of people out there that can't make it sundays and they're like look i listen to you the next day and that's just amazing to me like people come to see old guys talk in, about right. games and stuff yeah it blows my mind that you guys lo love to hear the show and stuff. And uh, that's why I continue to do it. And I will be proud of you, Fonz, man. I'm glad, I'm glad I told you, man, you, you got the talent, you got the chops, man. I'm, well, I'm you, you, man, like RDX, I said, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. RDX is still going strong. I do that every Tuesday on dealer gaming's mm -hmm. channel, of course. And yeah. pretty soon, funny I'm enough, they're not, we're not even on Apple podcasts or Spotify or anything with RDX yet, but we're about to be finally after five years. Yeah. Y'all gonna, gonna, gonna really that. blow. Yeah, yeah really we, we need to do that because it just, you know, there's a whole new world out there as well, it you is. know, a big audience out there. So I'm sure people will like to hear that as well there. Um, oh, I got a late super chat here from Hargeet, my, my boy Hargeet Johnny. He says, can't believe I made it before the show finished. Should just make it two hours, Fonz Gaming. Uh, yeah, we, we, talked, we talked about all the topics and did what we did today. Hargeet, rewind it watch it back or listen to it. Um, we, we had a lot, a lot of great conversation today. Again, thank you and thank the chat. And oh, next week I won't be here. I am going to be camping with the family. So I won't no. be doing a show next week. I'll be back the nice. following week uh, with another show. Until then, game on. Thank you guys. <laughs>